Hi, welcome to Teshuvah, Return and Reboot, where we reflect on evidence-based strategies inspired by our tradition to return to our best selves and to renew our capacity to grow and change. I hope everybody had meaningful and uplifting tefillot during Rosh Hashanah and were surrounded by loved ones. And I hope everybody is having a meaningful fast today on Sum Gedalia, and it's a time to kind of um, really intensify our commitment to grow and change during Aseret Yimei Teshuvah. Today I wanted to reflect on a bracha that really introduces us or enables us to do one of the primary mitzvot and one of the distinctive mitzvot of this time of year, which is listen to the shofar. And that bracha is lishmoa kol shofar. And the full text is And I never reflected on how unique it is to make a bracha on listening or hearing. We do have other mitzvot to listen. For example, to listen to the reading of the Megillah. But that is really a mitzvah of us also undergoing reading or being proactive in reading. And the bracha is actually al mikra Megillah, on the reading of the Megillah. So this bracha to listen is unique to shofar. And I was really tuned into the uniqueness and the power of this bracha by Dr. Carol Gilligan. So um, my husband and I for many years at NYU would host um, on Rosh Hashanah morning a kind of very open service circle for people that maybe didn't feel so comfortable going to traditional um, tefillot or prayers or, um, or wanted something different or fresh or maybe had never been before. And one year, my husband was collaborating with Dr. Carol Gilligan, who is a professor at NYU, and invited her to this circle and asked her to share a teaching. And she um, spoke about the, the power of listening, which actually was very fitting because a lot of her research has been in the power of listening, um, in specific, the Radical Listening Project. And she is um, a psychologist, an ethicist, a researcher, an author, and she's worked in parallel or in sync with really greats of psychology, including Lawrence Kohlberg and Eric Erickson, and as a PhD student um, when she joined Harvard's faculty. And in her first book, In a Different Voice, she actually shone a critical light on what she felt was how women's, the study of women's voice was not included in a lot of research on developmental psychology. Her groundbreaking thesis was that in order to really capture development, um, psychologists and researchers need to capture a range of voices and a range of narratives through which development happens and not just see development through one lens. 
She then created what is known as the Listening Project, and she's done a lot of qualitative research onto how to productively or constructively listen. And part of that is included in a writing called A Qualitative Space. And A Qualitative Space highlights different important steps to really listening. And part of that is creating space for someone else's narrative without imposing or categorizing or trying to look for certain trends proactively, but really giving space for that, for that story or the, the narrator stories to emerge. So she t- um, asks for people to consider the following questions. Who is speaking to which audience? In what body or physical space? Telling what stories about which relationships? And in what societal and cultural frameworks? And she instructs three types of listenings, um, which she defines as three successive listenings. And each is supposed to guide a different path through the narrative. So I know that this may not resonate completely with some of um, some of my listeners in this community. Um, so just feel free to listen and to take what listen, no pun intended, to take what speaks to you <clears throat> and also to think deeply about the main underlying theme, which is how deliberate and proactive and creative we have to be in order to listen and create space for someone else. So the first listening, the goal is to be descriptive, specific, to stay close to the plot and storyline of what the narrator is sharing. In the second listening, we're listening for the I, and this time you listen to the first person and really um, solidify what the person is saying about the I and the verbs. And then look at the pattern or the poem that evolves. And then the third and last listening is listening for what she calls counterpuntal voices, which is thinking about the different, how sometimes the participant's voice is different and varied and interplays with each other. And sometimes the different voices are harmonious and sometimes they're dissonant. And it's really important to be sensitive to not just what is being shared, but what is being omitted. And to listen to when the voices are opposing each other and try to silence each other. So by Carol Gilligan, who herself, when you meet her, and we, we've had, I've had the great privilege of spending time with her, she is so deliberate about creating space for other people because really listening is an act of creation. It's not just about being silent and not speaking. It's about actively creating space for others. So I had the great blessing over Rosh Hashanah to dive in in a service that included two women that were above the age of a hundred years old. And it was really, it was a small outdoor minion and it was really powerful thinking about these women in our midst who had survived and endured and lived through so much, hopefully so much greatness and 
and so many joys and also so many challenges and so many losses. And I think when we create space to be attuned to other people's stories and narratives around us, it can really elevate our own journey, especially during this time of the year. Wishing you all a very meaningful day.